Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is being aware of and reducing my carbon footprint. Being aware of and reducing my carbon footprint wasn't something I was too concerned about. I used to think this was up to the big boys, like the manufacturers and the major corporations, the folks creating the plastic packaging and all things unrecyclable. So I hadn't given it much thought until recently, because in truth and reality, we are all in this together, including me. A carbon footprint as defined by the Nature Conservatory is the total amount of greenhouse gases, including carbon dioxide and methane, that are generated by our actions. The average carbon footprint for a person in the United States is 16 tons, one of the highest rates in the world. Globally, the average carbon footprint is closer to four tons. You heard that? One person, 16 tons. That's how big one person's carbon footprint is. Now, this website, the Nature Conservatory, has a great little step that you can take, and I ain't taking it, but it has a cool calculator. And you may ask, but aren't greenhouse gases naturally occurring? Why should I care? Yes, greenhouse gases do naturally occur. Greenhouse gases are gases in the Earth's atmosphere that trap heat, causing the greenhouse effect. When the sun shines during the day, it warms the Earth's surface. At night, the ground cools and the heat is released back into the air. If this didn't occur, there would be an ice age of which we wouldn't be participating in. So heat being released back into the air is necessary and not a bad thing, right? No, it isn't. But some of that heat gets trapped by the greenhouse effect. Human activity and habits have multiplied this phenomenon exponentially. In other words, a whole heck of a lot. A whole, 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 whole heck of a lot, a lot. Now, I know there's a great deal of argument and disagreement on this thing called global warming and or climate change, with so many saying it ain't so. I'm just going to say, when I was a kid, it snowed a lot. Schools closed on the regular each winter, but it had to be something like six inches or so for that to happen. Because they were like, you little knuckleheads are going to go to school, damn it. All that to say, it was normal to have snow days. Now we have leaves on the trees till November, almost freaking December in my neck of the woods. In recent years, oh my gosh, I remember this freaked me out to no, no end. The cherry trees around here started blossoming in December. That scared the pee willies out of me. And you may say, yeah, bird, climate change is inevitable, ain't it? 
look, I'm not a scientist, but I don't think we would be experiencing the drastic change in weather patterns and events that we are to the degree that we are without factoring in our lifestyles as a contributor. You know, maybe climate change is inevitable, but I figure I might as well do my part to reduce my carbon footprint and to continue to increase my awareness. When there is responsibility to be owned up to, that can be like the thought of having to pick up squiggly earthworms. <laughs> and that's the last thing you want to do. I don't know where that came from, but hey. But part of being or part of becoming more cautious, mindful, and aware is so much about recognizing what we are responsible for and owning it. To me, there's no way that our actions have no effect on what's going on. We're cutting down trees, animals are losing, losing oh, hello, animals are losing their habitat, yada, 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 yada. But anywho, get educated, become more aware. You know, we all throw out trash. What are we throwing out? And even if you're a manic recycler, faithfully putting the recyclables in the right containers on the right days, do you know that much of what we put out to recycle does not, does not, does not get recycled? Do you know that? And I'm going to quote here. Contamination can prevent large batches of material from being recycled. Other materials can't be processed in certain facilities. Moreover, many items that are collected, such as plastic straws and bags, heating utensils, yogurt and takeout containers, often cannot be recycled, end quote. That quote is from an interesting, informative, and important article I urge you to read, but not before listening to the end of this podcast. The article is called Recycling in the U.S. Is it broken? How do we fix it? And this article is from 2020. So, you know, the numbers are not representative of what's happening in 2023. But I urge you to read that article. Again, it's Recycling in the U.S. is broken. How do we fix it? Really good stuff in there. Not the news, but in terms of information and just educating yourself. And I say, man, with all the vids with tons of plastic bottles in the oceans and on land, it just breaks my heart. The more I saw those disturbing vids, the more I said, bird, come on now. What can you do? What can you do? You throw out trash. You got to be more responsible. This is me talking to myself, okay? And as things go... <laughs> When you are wanting to level up your frequency and increase your mindfulness, things seemingly appear for you by magic. More articles caught my eyes that are written to get our collective attention. There are so many things we can choose from in being more mindful of our carbon footprints. So I got a new attitude. And these are some of the things that I love that, um, products that I started to use. So it's not in any particular order, but here's number one. On the laundry tip, I've learned that the detergent with the dyes stain the cartons and are no good for recycling. So you've got these big old 
jugs that you buy, and they are blue, whatever, uh, green, that stains the inside of the jugs, and they are no good for recycling. I, I thought using clear and scent-free liquid detergent was the bee's knees, but as mentioned earlier, much of what we recycle ends up in the trash heap and in the oceans. So even before I began to search for options, and that's the thing about this whole frequency thing, when you decide you're going to level up, things show you, yeah, you're doing the right thing, and let me tell you about this. So, okay. Even before I began to research for options, this came down my IG news feed immediately. There was a product called Earth Breeze. Earth Breeze. It's laundry, uh, hello English, it's laundry detergent. And you might've seen it on social media. They are making sure they get the word out. So it's laundry detergent. They are liquidless eco sheets. Liquidless Eco sheets. And when I saw it, I was like, really? Sheets to wash clothes? Eh, not too sure about that. But it swirled around in my mind space and I figured out, hey, what the heck, let's give it a go. As backup, I still have tons of the liquid stuff, but I said, let me, let me try this. Surprisingly and happily, it has passed the test. It gets our clothes really clean. And I've been using it and love that it eliminates the big plastic bottle jug. And I will continue to use Earth Breeze. And what was doubly cool is my dude liked it. Cause I was like holding my breath. Okay, is he gonna be like, my clothes are not clean. There's no suds in the machine. It's not getting my clothes clean. He used it, it got his clothes clean. I said, all right now, yay. All right, so that's Earth Breeze. Number two, in terms of what I'm doing these days, is supporting small businesses. I have always been a proponent of and for small businesses, lately even more so. And many of those businesses are on the forefront of mindfulness in the creation and distribution of their products, packaging, and messaging. Number three, Supporting farmers markets. I read a really good article a while ago by a woman who was looking to lessen her carbon footprint. And one of the things she did was to support her local farmers market. And I remember being impressed at the time I read the article, but I hadn't really dove into being more mindful in this way. It was hit and a miss. If I got there, cool. If not, cool. And I can definitely say that supporting the farmers market cut down on so much plastic. The folks that sell are nice and friendly and you get the benefit of the food from farm to table. If you have access to these folks in your area, do go. You'll see the difference in how much you reduce your non-recyclable and non-biodegradable trash. And if you're not near one, see if there's one online that will deliver to you but it's definitely, definitely made a huge difference in my lowering my trash. Number four, and I've been doing this for a good while, carrying tote bags. <laughs> you know, back in the day, you, you old ladies, man, they would have their tote bags, but there ain't nothing old ladyish about it. 
And as I said, I was doing this well before the ban on plastic bags in New Jersey took place. And they have to modify that, mind you. <laughs> and it's a satisfying thing to just whip out that bag and be like, yep, I got my bag. Number five, bamboo toothbrushes. And there are a ton of choices and colors in which to choose from. A ton. Number six, papaya reusable paper towels. Oh my God, these things are the bomb diggity. I love this product. Again, papaya reusable paper towels. Now, I am a paper towel fiend and I hate sponges. They smell almost immediately. This product, as I said, is the bomb diggity bomb and then some. There no, there's no smell. It's reusable and quite durable. It really gets up spills and stuff. And it helped me cut down on paper towel use and goodbye sponges. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Papaya reusable paper towels, check them out. And they're also killing it on social media with their ads. That's how I found out about them because I kept seeing their ads and just kind of said, try it. If I don't like it, I don't have to use it again. I don't have to buy it again. I am obsessed. They, I love it, love it, love it. Number seven, floss. I hated my floss, but it's something I got to do every day. But over time, stores stopped carrying the one I used and, and finding a suitable replacement was really a search. And I've tried all kinds of floss, all brands, some a disaster. Dental tape? Ay! And I had, about had it. I was like, I I'm done. But no, you're not, because you need it. So the hunt continued, and I started looking around again and came up with two that I really, really dig. Two flosses. And my best new friends is this brand, Better and Better Floss which the reason I really dig it is because it comes in with a glass bottle. So you're just throwing out the floss. You're not throwing out the plastic the floss comes in. The other that I like, even though it does have a, a, a plastic a container, is called Coco Floss. Now, I thought at the time that... Um, Cocoa Floss container was reusable. And either I it isn't or it isn't, and I thought it was. <laughs> I know that made no sense. Or maybe it is that I just can't open the thing and figure out how to reuse it. But anyway, if you really want something that's really cool, check out the Better and Better. It's a plant-based, vegan, eco-friendly, cruelty-free, and it slides easily between my very tight teeth. And I'm telling you, they're tight. And as I said, you can refill the glass container. And you know, these things, that, like food, if you wanna do better, you are gonna spend some more money. And I'm kinda like, hey, I feel better because I am contributing, I'm doing my part. So that's how I, just kind of like not freak out about, oh God, it costs so much more money. Yes, it does. But again, look at what the actual price is if I don't. 
And eight, the other groovy thing that I started doing is I got a plant milk maker. Oh my God. You know, we consumed our share of plant-based milks, primarily almond and coconut. I mean, oh, it was constant, constant, constant with them containers. But you know, I kept reading the ingredients and I wasn't totally digging them. And in my carbon footprint lowering journey, I decided to make my own doggone milk. And after reading many, many reviews, and I mean many, many reviews, my friends will tell you, girl, she research, she researching something. We'll give her some time before we ask her what she chose. <laughs> so after reading many reviews, I settled on a brand called Tribest. And I don't have to throw any more cartons away. Plus, the milk tastes really good. And you can find it on Amazon. Try Best Plant Milk Maker. If you are into plant milk, I urge you to buy it. And the thing about it is, plant milk, depending on what type you make, really doesn't take that long. Like, um, I've tried a few different plant milks. The fastest one is hemp seed. That thing, you're done. Bam. If you want to take more time, oat milk takes more time, soy milk takes more time, but you have that range where if you don't have a lot of time, you can do hemp seed. Almond milk takes a little bit more time than that, but um, that's probably my favorite so far. And it, it's I'm really proud of myself that I make my own plant milk. <laughs> anyway, number nine. Shipping packages. Now, I didn't necessarily consider what I shipped my modal visions handmade creations in. I just sought out what was inexpensive and lightweight. Now, I have sought out and found more eco-friendly shipping materials that are also light and get the job done. So that's what I'm saying about small businesses. We're trying to do our part in terms of not adding uh, plastics and things that don't break up into, you know, they're not biodegradable. We're, we're looking to do more kinds of things like that. All right. So these are the things that I'm doing and I hope that I've given you some food for thought and inspired you to kickstart and or ramp up your lowering carbon footprint game. I am always on the lookout for new things to implement. And Hey, you got some ideas to share? Please do. The show notes are on my blog, so be sure to click that link. And listen, man, I got a book coming out. I got a book coming out at the end of July, and it's called 28 Daily Thoughts and Mantras for Mindfulness, Keys for Stress Relief and Personal Growth. It is a beautiful guide. It's also a journal where you can write your thoughts in. So be sure to check out my book. I am so beyond excited. It will be available on my website at the end of July, the beginning of August. And to know exactly when it drops, join my mailing list. My mailing list is at the bottom of any page on my website. Join my mailing list. And hey, you know, you listeners out there, follow this podcast. And that way you find 
the episode as soon as it drops. Thank you so much for listening. And please share this podcast with friends, colleagues, frenemies, and family. Also, please consider becoming a patron of this podcast. You can do that on my website, and the link is in this show's description, or go to JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com and click the podcast tab and become a patron button. Also, remember to subscribe to this podcast. Your support will go a very long way and is greatly appreciated. And while you're on my website, check out more stress, anxiety-relieving, self-care, and mindfulness products and services, including audiobooks, meditation music, guided meditation, and custom guided meditation, audio tailored just for you, to assist in your stress-relief mindfulness practice and help you roll with peace in mind.